listeners, welcome to another week of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Uh, hello, hello, hello. How are you this week? Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Just mm. finished a rebirth. Mm-hmm. Just been launching content and a beautiful offering for the uh, for the retreat that we're going to be doing uh, in a few weeks' time. I'd like to talk about that before we drop into everything. Actually, um, yeah, let's, why not? Let's give a little. Let's give a little, a little nudge. A little nudge. So we're doing a retreat here in Auckland, 23rd to the 25th of February. We call it Breath, Breathe, Elevate, Transform, and uh, we've got a few amazing. Uh, facilitators that are joining us there it's in luxury style at their cooler at Murawai uh, it's fully catered we've only got 12 spots there so super intimate and we popped up there on Monday and well yesterday actually yeah beautiful spot oh yeah 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 so nice so yeah if you're interested in that we've still got about five spaces left um, so we've got all the details I'll put a link in the show notes underneath and we're giving away a spot we are we're giving away a spot so we'll also leave a link to that giveaway as well mm. so you can go on and nominate someone that uh, is deserving it's a two thousand dollar ticket team it's got a high value uh and you're going to walk into this weekend and just feel absolutely reset uh if you are having issues and troubles with anxiety intrusive thoughts you're just kind of blowing about in the wind and the breeze of life and you want to just kind of have a few answers work out who you are a little bit deeper then this is for you this is for you yeah so uh yeah check out those links if you are interested you can either message me and mike as well to find out a little bit more details or if you want to talk to a human about it um do that and if you've been listening along we'll be doing a rebirth so you get to come and experience one in real life after we've spoken about it many times <laughs> many on many times that's it. <laughs> that's it so if you are intrigued if your ears peak up even just a little if you want an opportunity to uh <clears throat> just step away for a bit then this is the uh, this is the time to do it mm, but that's yep. enough of that michael enough of that well it's a great segue because today we're talking about stress totally man so you know we wouldn't be we wouldn't be in doing what we're doing if there was no stress uh around so for sure stress keeps us in a job as well and <laughs> stress keeps people alive as well yeah it does you know so even even in that statement it's like stress is often deemed as being negative yep. but it's not always negative right it's it's necessary required and needed uh, because people can live in hyper vigilance and hyper stressed uh, mode or they can also also be hyper docile mm. they they don't have the ability to access and utilize their stress response as they should mm. so it's like being on either side is is not where you want to sit and you want to be able to have flexibility within your body your nervous system so that you can utilize stress when it's needed yeah it's a beautiful way to put it and i think i mean we talk about this in our 28 day state change program all the time we go through stress management and breath work all the sorts of things but you know it's about choosing to put yourself into the state of stress of your own choice as well you know gym is a stress state you know training is a stress state going to a cold therapy is a stress state so if we can choose about the stress states that we're stepping into, you know, we can start taking a bit more control and becoming a little, a little more responsive and less reactive in our, in our daily life. Yeah, it just helps build more resilience. Mm. You know, it's like challenging yourself to be better. So if you constantly challenge yourself to be better, your nervous system just becomes more responsive to it. Mm. You know, it, it, it becomes accustomed to being put in challenging situations so that when you put yourself in new challenging situations or when stresses occur, mm. uh, your body doesn't, you know, malfunction. Uh, it actually just supports, like your body supports your mind to rise to the occasion. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. And I think on the stress topic there, I mean, we're always going to talk about the breath because that's a big 
basis of, of our teachings and education and our own formal training and things like that. Um, so the way that we breathe is definitely going to be helping or hindering us within the stress state of our nervous system, you know. So even if you're listening to this, maybe even now, the soothing calmness of mine and Ryan's voices or afterwards, you know, just check in with your breathing. You know, you don't have to try and adjust it or change it. Just just try and drop in and just see where you're breathing. Are you breathing into the top of your chest? Are you breathing through your mouth? Are you breathing, you know, where are you breathing? You know, um, our breath has a big, it's got a, it's got a big rendition from, from our upbringing of, of how we live in the state of stress or non-stress. You know, if we grew up in an environment where it's, you know, it's, it's emotionally turmoil or, you know, it's just chaotic or, you know, you know what I'm talking about there. And that was the, the constant program and dialogue. Well, you're going to be breathing into the sympathetic nervous system quite a bit, you know, the, the fight or flight response. And if you've taken that over into your adulthood, then what you're breathing is you're breathing into the top of your chest. You're kind of constantly state of just stress that you're going to be living in that's going to overload with cortisol in your body it's going to damage your immune system it's just going to just bring a little bit more dis-ease and unease within the body and i think it's a really big place to just to check in with yourself and and it's such a a pattern thing that we can do is actually just start to change our breath a little bit start to breathe into that parasympathetic that rest and digest and that move into that diaphragmatic breathing and mm. and really just bring the edge off mm, totally well it's an addiction yeah stress is an addiction like I, I know this because I've been addicted to it multiple times in my life and I don't get as stressed but I'm, I'm still addicted to the rush the run mm. the, the way in which the world is because um, I like to go I like to do things and it's easy to become addicted to adrenaline it's easy to become addicted to, to cortisol um, and when when we're constantly living in those states we actually don't recognize and realize the effects that it's having on us yeah. when, it, when it comes to our ability to function our presence our relationships because it's not something that like you don't just step into hyper vigilance and hyper stress instantly mm. like it, it's gradual and it builds up over time and it's like if, if you're not conscious and aware of your stress load then you just become more resilient to living in a hyper vigilant state and it just keeps compounding and you go from like revving your engine at like a thousand two thousand rpms to mm. just having it sitting at seven thousand constantly um and it's it's hard to get off mm. like we were i was we were talking i was we were talking in the in the state change program just before this and there's a lady in and, and, and she's hyper productive like she's a go-getter she's doing so much in life and um she made a comment about work uh just it being hard it's, it's hard to step away or well, she couldn't because work and i said yep. well just choose something different and she's like well it, that sounds easier than it is you know and that's because we're so used to sprinting we're so used to running mm -hmm. and um an analogy when it comes to stress and when it comes to like reducing your stress load it's not about like stopping instantly because it can be way too disruptive for your nervous system and that feels so uncomfortable for people but it's like getting off a treadmill all right, imagine yourself running on a treadmill. You've been running on this treadmill for forever and it's running at, you know, you're running at a good pace. You're sort of sprinting or just under a sprint. If you try to stop it instantly, you're just going to fall over and fall yeah, off. Yeah. But what you actually need to start to do is start to slowly imp to implement practices so that you can slowly start to wind it down yep. and then you can choose to get off when you want to, mm. you know, when it feels comfortable to. Yeah, yeah, the... <laughs> The addiction to it is, 
I think it's something that's probably not talked about too much, you know, because it's like, well, how do you be addicted to stress? Well, it's, it's very simple because it's, it's dumping a lot of beautiful chemicals into your brain that feel very, very good at the time and they wash out very quickly and you want to keep re refilling those those chemical spots within your brain, you know? Because it feels uncomfortable without them. It does, you know, like <clears throat> if, you, if you're constantly... Or if you've trained yourself to to be comfortable in chaos, that's that's your normal. That's where you want to be. I've been there. We've you know, all been there. I'm I'm still there sometimes, but um, but it, it, it's yeah, it, it's just first the willingness to to and the acknowledgement of okay, I'm I'm living in a chaotic life, mm-hmm. right? I'm you know, and then there's other undertones that come with that, which means you could possibly be putting you know everyone else first before yourself. Uh, you know, like the work thing is a great example it's like the programming of like i've got to constantly be doing to be productive and successful um you know rest isn't an option because it's weak and it's and it's lazy mm. um so again it's just looking at all these dialogues that we actually talk to ourselves a bit and we live in a very generator filled world you know like it's it's like it's goes 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 go and to a point that's where it's created like you know if you're not if you're not if you're not on the bus you're off it you know there's no there's no real kind of middle ground anymore but if you're constantly on the bus, well, sickness will eventually kick you off it and you'll never get able to get back on it again For because sure. stress and the side effects of stress, i.e. anxiety, depressive states, um, different sicknesses, illnesses, all of that, they're just little things from your body going, hey, hey, I, I want you to look at me. I want you to just you know, do something different because if you don't, I'll put you down. Totally. You know? And they're often squeaks before they're explosions. Yeah. You know? like the body's constantly communicating with you and we can either choose to listen or we choose not to listen but if there's disruption in your sleep patterns if your hormones are starting to become imbalanced Mm. if you're struggling with presence or breathing or there's minor anxiety about doing certain things depression you know even or you find that you get sick often um shingles I mean, that's an obvious one. All of these are, are just signs that your body's trying to tell you that, like, hey, that's the check engine light. Mm-hmm. Check engine light. Check mm. engine light. Like, something's going on here and something's going to happen, mm. you know? And the beautiful thing, challenging, like, this is like a bit of a cax 22 because men are like dirty old trucks. Like, we'll yep. just run till we explode. Yep. So we don't really see those check engine lights as much. Uh, whereas women are like a Formula 1 F, like a Formula 1 race car. Yeah, yeah. Tiny little things are off. They're going to notice because of their menstrual cycle that something's off, you know. So it is a little bit easier for women to identify than it is for men. Because normally for a man, they're not going to notice until they potentially have a heart attack yeah. or a stroke later on in life. That these things have actually been compounding and building up on them. Um, and there's obviously that, that idea around, you know, the, just the, the hustle mentality um, and culture. But when we can start to learn to listen to these bodies and just understand that, like, man, if we if we live a nine to five, we're working for someone else, or even if we work for ourselves, there's going to be stresses in your life. And you're actually, if you're not taking any actions to mitigate them at all, then you're probably going to be living in a state of stress. Yep. Yep. And we're not saying that you're going to eliminate stress from your life. That's just, that's just a, no. it's, it's not going to happen. Never. But it's about how do you... How do you create a lifestyle that you can have tools and things in your back pocket for you to be able to mitigate the stress, um, for you to be able to learn what the check engine lights are within your body? You know, if you're, you know, again, if you're a worker and you have four weeks holiday or three weeks holiday every year and 
you know, every time you go on holiday, you get sick. You know, that's a, that's a really big sign to go, okay, well, you're running on cortisol. You're running on, uh, on, on you know, adrenaline and stress because when you finally have a chance to, to chill out, that's when you while that cortisol right runs away, <laughs> yeah. there's no immune system there. So whatever bugs floating around, you're going to catch and Gone you're going to actually you. get sick. Totally. It's a funny little paradox, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know? <laughs> and it's um, like even in the real estate world, when I've, I've been in the real estate world for six years, you know, and finally someone takes a week off and they're like, oh, I was just sick Flip. the whole time. It's like, wow, you've got to really look at that and go, okay, I need to make some changes. For sure. Because, I mean, you just look at them. I mean, like, look at yourself in the mirror. You can tell. Like, look at look at your face. Do you have some sort of inflammation? Like, the the, the, the body is inflamed when it's constantly in, in, in undue stress. Totally. You know, like, and then from there, you're looking at comfort eating because it's faster and easier. And, you know, it's, it's, it's perpetuating downward trending cycle. Mm-hmm. And so... Just looking at those chick engine lights, like you said, is I think is a really good place to start and just start to listen and be like, okay, yeah, I'm having half a panic attack every every month. I, I better go and do something. You know, I better go and sort that out because that's stress. I mean, they lead into autoimmune diseases, responses, all that sort of stuff in the body. The body just, if you don't rest and you don't relax, it will put you down. 100%. It's innately much more intelligent than, than we For think sure. we are. <laughs> and, and the fact that it's so re- resilient makes people think it's not that important. No. You, know, you can put your body through fucking hell before it falls over, you know? And that's yeah. a great thing, but it's also not a good thing yeah. because it means that people are just going to keep going until they go. Mm. And this is where we talk about you can load up with your actual chosen stress. You know, you For go sure. and do some physical exercise. Mm. It's a good stress, mm. but it is stress nonetheless. So if you are stressed to the tits, and the eyeballs and you start going and slamming yourself as a punishment you're not doing yourself any favors there either hey look mike i'm starting to put them away because my metabolism's up the shit because my adrenals aren't working properly do you know what's going to work some high intensity interval training <laughs> yeah go to a crossfit gym <laughs> yeah. so they can yell at you for a while yeah for sure yeah. not only do i want to feel like shit i mean like feel like shit in my body but i want people to make me feel like shit because i'm not doing enough exactly <laughs> you know it, it's yeah yeah, and then what you can do is you're going to start cutting some calories as well. So you're not actually going to be feeding yourself properly either. Perfect. And that's I think that's an amazing response to all of it there. Bit of pre-workout. Oh yeah, get that real <laughs> stimulant hitting you to carry you on through. And you're not going to be sleeping properly. Totally. So you know, let's just stay awake at night. So For you sure. might as well do more work at night, or yeah. you might as well just scroll on your phone. Maybe take some melatonin. Melatonin. Double shot of espresso as soon as I get up. That's it. Or even go better, go a sleeping pill. Go to the doctors. I'll start medicating you up. That's it. You know? So, you know, we joke about it. But do you know what? That's we life. We have these conversations over and over and over and over again with so sure. many people. And this becomes your life. And it sneaks up on you. You know, your own reality becomes your own reality. Very fast and very simple. I mean, we spoke about... I, I mentioned this to you when we went to Ignition. How fast my outside reality got you know forgotten about very quickly because i was inside this reality within mm-hmm. about two and a half days mm-hmm. within about two and a half days i literally stopped checking my phone and i was like all right perfect here i am i'm here um and that can happen very quickly for us as well you know mm-hmm. after about you know six months you might have just been oh you know I'll, I'll just push a little bit here push a little bit here you know i'll just forgive a little bit here and then all of a sudden it's just oh here i am 10 years later and 50 kilos higher and having panic attacks and having heart attacks and Oh God! And then for that, so for some people, it's such an ingrown, an ingrained habit that that they don't even see that that they can't even, or they're unwilling to actually make a change after that either. Yeah. Or people 
think that they're too old to make a change yeah yeah too yeah. old to make a change they've gone too far but as you say like the body is so resilient and it's so adaptive that you're never too old to make a change um you've never too far gone to heal yourself because no. your body has like it has an innate intelligence and it's mm. constantly trying to fix itself mm. all you have to do is put it in the right environment to be able to do so mm. you know it's like replanting a plant that's that's already starting to die like if you just left it yeah it would die but if you repot it you change the soil you give it more nutrients you start to feed it water you give it the right amount of sunlight that it likes you know it's going to start to flourish just like you it's beautiful brother i love that yeah and then i mean let's think about the society we're in now as well the 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 fear aspect is utilized on keeping us stressed Mm, totally you know because fear creates stress Mm. you know that whole covid all of that that was a great example of 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 premeditated fear propaganda Mm. to create stress within the realm of all of us humans and there are some people who who will never get over that because like they are out you still see them with masks you still see them reacting to people and you see it all over the social media of people just having freakouts and planes and things like that you know like that to me that's that's a sign of a sick society and it's 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 hard to watch because it's like we are all innately able to make a change we are all able doesn't matter what age you could be 75 in a nursing home and you've let your mind decline with everyone else around you and so you're getting older very quickly but if you just read something or you heard something and you're like do you know what i want to go pick up a weight or start going for walk you can start the choice <laughs> it's your choice it's a choice and then it's about working through the resistance of that choice because it's guaranteed to be there yeah. like no matter what every client that i've worked through the the first few weeks is just overcoming psychological barriers and resistance to change change is always going to be the the hard bit regardless of the change and then some people find it easy when things are going easy and then once life throws you a spanner Mm. you know that's when the real work begins yep you know it's not about you say this all the time it's not about the actions you take when life is going well it's about the actions you take when life's turned to shit that really define you as a human being yep and for me how i've implanted that into my own psyche is everything i do are for when i fall off <laughs> to get me back on 100 percent. because when it's on i'm like oh it's good like, you know. but when i'm off it's like what how lucky i need these things to get me back on and sometimes it might be a month a day it might be six months who knows whatever it is at the time mm. but i've got these things to get me back on totally yeah but we all do it man like even myself like fuck i'm i put too much load on myself you know um and i become stressed you know and yeah, yeah. And i take it out on other people mm. and i'm an asshole Mm-hmm. so I, I use those moments when i like notice that i'm being a dick that i'm like okay i've i've put too much on myself here mm. um and just fallen back into that pattern because it's so easy it's so simple you know there's so much to do in this life there's so much to achieve there's so much beauty in all of it um and it's easy to get caught up in it and you just but honestly like we just want it all you know like no, that that's that's where it's coming from we just yeah, want yeah. it all we're like jealous well, we're all like the greedy. <laughs> greedy we're just greedy little <laughs> bastards you know, so just, what can we do, Michael? What can what can people start to do to, to to really, I guess, step out of the state of stress? We've condemned them enough. <laughs> we were just condemning ourselves, really, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. That's all we were doing. We're condemning older versions of ourselves and parts of ourselves. Yeah, Mike just up. did this podcast to remind me. He's like, Ryan, you're getting a little stressed. Let's let's, let's do this podcast on stress. <laughs> and then he's getting stressed. But how are we going to run this? I'm like, man, like we do every week. We pull the thread and we fucking go down the rabbit hole. It's okay. Um, yeah, I think we can come at this just from a few different angles, man, because, you know, obviously we could talk about the, the breath and the tools and the different things like that, but I think for a lot of people that are just 
on that daily merry-go-round, you know, I think it's just the acknowledgement that you... That you're stressed. I'm stressed. That you're not handling you know, it. Yeah. It's you, okay to not handle life. Yeah, you might be yelling at your kids a little bit more or maybe it's maybe there's a thing in the back of your mind that you're like you know you're parenting exactly like your parents but that's not actually the way you wanted to parent and so it's taking a little step into that thought that's in the back of your mind somewhere Mm. that you know is there and having the courage to just explore that realm you know you might be going oh i'm disconnected from my partner after being married for five or ten years and i want to connect in a bit more but i'm i'm so in the stress and i'm in the chaos and i don't know how well the part is actually just acknowledging and just going, hey, there's a part of me that wants to do different. And I think that's a really good start. Mm. And then you got to work through the the change aspect. And change is a, is a, is a funny one because it's not you're not just working through the resistance of yourself changing, but you're also working through the resistance of the people around you who yeah. know who you are and the way in which you act mm. um, and are quite comfortable with your suffering um, and would rather <laughs> have you suffering and staying the same uh, then thriving and changing because it makes them uncomfortable. Mm. And it's easy to put someone in a box when you can, uh, you know, hold them as an identity. For sure. You know, oh, like, how, how many times have you grown up and, you know, one of your, your mate's dad is an angry dad or something like that? And, you know, and, and it, that just becomes the the notion. For you know? sure. Or, your gra- or someone's got an angry grandparent and they're like, oh, that's just how he is. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, I refuse to fucking accept that anymore of just how that's how someone is. You know, it's like, well, that's how you choose to be. That's great. No worries, but it's not just how it is. Nothing is set in stone ever. No. So I think, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's just probably the first kind of area is you know if you're stressed. You know, you don't have to have us telling you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like, well, what do you need to do? What what tools, Michael? Well, it's the tools that are going to help you slow down. Totally. Exactly right. and, and there's so many. There's so many. There's there's different apps that you can jump on for different forms of God, meditation there's everything it's for everything there's there's wearables that you can wear that emit electromagnetic pulses that helps mm. your nervous system wind down there's thousands and thousands of breathing techniques that you can do there's yoga meditation shigong yep. tai well, chi even here in new zealand now you can go to a um you can go to a, a cannabis clinic and you can get prescribed um, THC drops different yeah, things that really go. help lower your immune system uh, your, your, your nervous system down. yeah <laughs> but you're super anxious and super stressed smoke a joint. but you gotta go to a doctor <laughs> don't go and buy it off the corner go and get a prescription sign up for it do it fucking legally because you strongest. can do that in this country now get the strongest you know and they have different strains and they'll go this will help you for your stress management this yeah. will help you for you know, and it, and you don't necessarily have to get high. There's just actually the the compound that's in it. You know, it could be just the oil or yeah, sure. or an edible or something like that. You know, there's there's so many different paths that yep. you can now. You know, and mm-hmm. it's just changing that paradigm of of different things. You know, yeah, and 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 just yeah, changing the paradigm. I think that's probably it. Perception is the key. Perception is the key because the tools are out there, and mm-hmm. it's like it's not people's lack of knowledge that is holding them back it's their lack of accountability and action um and lack of understanding of the actual importance of it like the tools are there everyone knows the tools like it's just taking action on it. if you're listening to this podcast you know the tools totally. you know you're in this world you're yeah. of this world um but it's whether or not you're you're choosing to take action and choosing to make yourself a priority enough um, to actually spend time in slowing down and it's one of those it's one of those crazy things it's a paradox because 
the more you invest in slowing down, the faster life actually becomes. Mm. Because when you're constantly in a stressed state, you're you're like you may achieve things, but you're not actually functioning at your, at your highest potential. Like cognitively, you know, there's a thirty percent decrease when you're running on cortisol and your and your cognitive ability and cognitive load. Mm. So it's like you think you're taking action, but realistically, you're not. And when you are actually operating in a stressed state, you can't make new decisions and new choices. You can only make decisions based off past experiences yep. because you shut down um, a part of your brain that comes that that's connected to new ideas because you don't need to create a new idea when you're running from a saber-toothed tiger. You need to just get away from get it. And you're going to act in the way that you have previously. So you think that running constantly is going to support your growth and help you get to where you want to get faster but essentially it's just going to slow you down in the long term mm, because yep. you're just going to keep acting in the same way that you have you're never really going to come up with new ideas um and everything will just keep flowing as it is the great paradox though and this is where you know you can have generational um generational uh, poverty scarcity mindsets you know like you know you you've got families that run for generations on on the benefit systems and things like that because there's no there's no there's there's no ability for them to change and chink out and have a have a have a blockade in that nervous system reaction within themselves because mm-hmm. their environment keeps them there mm-hmm. the the stories and the victimhood keep them there mm-hmm. you know and I, to a point it's not actually their fault it's, it's it's what they've chosen to get in there you know and this is why we're so passionate about trying to get this out to as many places as possible because you know it's because we can sit here and we can say you got to do this do this this but i understand for most people for a lot of people that that actually is hard you know it is impossible you know because because of the environment that they're in because of the 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 upbringing and all of those different factors you know of of living in that state of stress and Mm -hmm. so if you're in constant survival mode you're unable to actually creatively think Mm -hmm. to get your way out of it Mm -hmm. and so it's like where do you start well you just start at the very basics you know if you've got five minutes a day just to sit on the couch by yourself with no phone it's a great place to start totally and just start there totally you know or even bring it back even more Hmm. if you can just go to bed five minutes earlier each night for a week and just get a little more sleep you know when you can it's a great place to start you know it's not about taking huge actionable steps you know go and do 10 breaths <laughs> before you like wake your kids up in the morning you know just to have a different state or before you walk in the house so we're not here just trying to go hey look here's all these things and coming from our privileged position it's like i i see the the state of the world but it's like, how do we, how do we, how do we help someone help themselves? That's mm-hmm. the question, man, and that's the thing I'm always pondering, mm-hmm. because it's like I understand the state you're stuck in, <coughs> and when there's no ability for you to be able to think differently, how do you think differently? It's hard. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Like human psychology is is confusing because even when people have support, they don't utilize the support. That's exactly right. <laughs> you know, we see it all the time. Totally, you see it all the time, and and it's like that's that's I guess where you have to see your decisions as an investment and your choices as an investment. You're either investing in decisions that are going to keep you stuck in the same and suffering, or you're investing in decisions that are going to do the opposite. Mm. And you've got to look at like compounding interest as well, not just seeing it as like a one-off benefit. If I 
do x i'm gonna get y no it's yeah. like if you get if you do x y may happen which can lead to z and it's gonna take you back to a and and really see the compounding of it because it's not just about an eight-week challenge a program a 28-day state change program things like that it's like how am i going to shift the way in which i view the world so much so that this just innately becomes who i am mm. and how do you overcome that barrier how do you trick your your own bias enough to be able to make that that adjustment for you and for other people mm. well i mean we spoke about it before the body does it for you it'll, it'll give you it'll give you a big sickness mm. you know and if you you can either look at it two ways you can look at it as the biggest gift of your life mm-hmm. or you can look at it as the most destructive thing of your life yeah don't let cancer be the thing that makes you healthy no both are both are right mm. however you want to see it but you know, if, if that's what you're waiting for, <laughs> yeah. Don't, you if don't that's need what you to, need to reckon, like as a realization that like you deserve to spend time on yourself, then that's challenging. Super challenging, man. You know, and this is why I love having our conversations because like it just it just pushes the the edge of my own thought process about it because mm. it's like okay, well, how can that actually be changed? You know, instead of just being like, oh, that's just that's just the acceptance if of the world we live in. Do these things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know. Because I think every online coach is giving you some stress tools. Totally. You know? They're all out there. They're all out there. There's nothing science, There's nothing special about them. No. The, 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 the specialness comes from continuity of practice. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, what, mes- what messaging can we put together? It doesn't matter how you get through the door. It's just how... Because it, it, once you're through the door, then the tools become the same thing. Yeah, it's just sure. like, how do, you, how do we get the messaging right for... Well, not even right. How do we get different types of messaging out there for certain people to absorb it? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So stress. It's a beautiful thing. It's a challenging thing. It's something that is needed and necessary in life. Um, but when it becomes too much, it just becomes too much. You mm. know. Um, and then it's about taking that action, seeing, understanding, believing that you are worthy of living life a different way. That it's okay to slow down. That although you're accustomed to running on stress um, that there's gonna be a time where you do blow a gasket Mm -hmm. and then to be honest you're gonna need to spend even more time on yourself Mm. to make yourself better it's easier to maintain health than it is to heal a disease Mm -hmm. that's a great that's a great point man and I, I have no figures I'm totally just spitballing and talking out here but I would say that one of the most driving causes of, of external drug use of would be stress, you know? Because any, any drug use, positive, like like yeah. prescription and non-prescription. Correct, you know. 90% of all doctor's visits are, I have stats. Yes. I have stats. Good man. That's why I said I don't. There you go. 90% of all doctor's visits are stress-related. Yes, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So clearly what the fuck the doctors are doing <laughs> ain't is not fucking helping. So why do we continue this and continue to give our trust to these people who are not fucking helping us? They're probably going to shake your breathing but not uh, correct your breathing, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, like, if, if, I've, if I cut a finger off, I'll go to the doctor. They can sew it back on. You know, I'm not here, like, disproving and laying down that Western medicine is a crock. No. It is, it, is, it is great and it has its times and if I have a flesh-eating bacteria, I'm going to be great to receive some antibiotics. Outside of that, no, no, thank you. I'll, I'll take to myself. Here's, here's a great story, actually. Um, 
just before uh, I had to sign on for the show again, I'll talk about it once it launches later on this year. Um, I had to go get doctor's visits. I had to go get checkups. I had to go do SDI checks, all the things, right? And uh, and the the film company rings me up, and they're like, "It's really last minute." And uh, the, the, so this is Thursday before they're flying flying us out overseas on the Monday. This they ring up four o'clock on a Thursday, uh, three o'clock on a Thursday. Ah, uh, hey, um, you're gonna have to go to your GP and go and get these checks and get a doctor's note and go get an STI check and. And I was like, oh, look, I don't have a GP. And they, she's like, what do you mean you don't have a GP? So I don't have a GP. I haven't met a GP in years. She goes, well, that's a bit weird. I said, oh, okay. okay, but I don't have one. You know, and it was like, it was at that moment that I hung up the phone and made a, a chuckle to myself because it, it was so uncommon for someone to be like, oh, I don't have a doctor that I can go to because I just don't go, you know. And I'm not being the man thing here. I'm like, if I'm sick, I won't go. It's like, no, 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 no. no He's like, got a wizard sitting next to him. He doesn't need a doctor. <laughs> yeah, got a wizard right here. They'll stitch you up. For sure. Cut totally. your finger off mic. Yeah, exactly. Well, I got a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we are we are totally and invaluably backing any man to go to a damn doctor if you're starting to feel ill or sick already. That's a great place to start. For sure. We're 100% backing that. I'm just saying that I've taken my own healing into my hands large enough that I don't have a doctor and I don't have one. And so that was like a quite of a, a funny moment where I was like, oh, yeah, it's, um, it's quite uh, the uncommon. So back to what we were saying before is that um, if you're 90% of the visits to the, the doctors are stress related, yeah. well, maybe we need to sort that out. <laughs> maybe you should, yeah, maybe there's a potential if you do are going to see the doctor, you also go maybe see a personal trainer at the same time. Go or see a nutritionist, nutritionist. Call it naturopath. Call, you know, because naturopathy was the, the medicine before became... We were doctors before doctors. For sure. Yeah. You know? There's a few other peeps you can call sure. along with your Along GP. with your GP, for sure. You know, get a team. Get a team to help you. 100%. Yeah. All right, fam. Stress. It's a big it's killer. killer. It's a killer. It's a silent killer, killer actually. That was, a bit, that was a dark episode, really, oh. wasn't it? I liked it, though. <laughs> yeah. People, look after yourself. That's all we're trying <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah, look, we're not all love and light here. You know? <laughs> uh, we're not love and light at all. I <laughs> know we're not. <laughs> Go to the damn doctor. <laughs> look after yourself, people. Just look after yourself, people. That's pretty much all we're saying. That's it. You know, get want- support, get help. You're, you're deserving and you're worthy of it. We want the best for you. We truly do. That's what we're saying. We want the best for everyone. Like, God, how do we get through to you? How do we get through to you, people? It's like, what's that What's that movie when he's like... Oh, have you seen that South Park episode? You know, and, and Cartman dresses up as the, um, as the, uh, the inner city... Um, the inner city teacher and he's like how do I get to these these kids kids. (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's exactly it so that's it well on that note we love you and we'll see you next week we'll see you next week everybody